What's going on, broski? It's your boy, Jerry, the TRX for Washington. It is Monday, May 10th, 2021, and we are here at Season 8, Episode 52. Yep, just chilling out here. Gentle Fitness Company just finished doing a little firefighter training. Well, I was uh, doing my firefighter training. I was actually trying to think of what I was going to talk about in the podcast today, and uh, today, actually, it came up. It, it, it came up. I tell you, I did fire training never fails into giving me some type of lesson. Today, it's actually... Uh, I, it was a lesson, it was an interesting lesson, because the lesson uh, that I learned today was always be prepared, and somehow I got to the story of David, David and, Go- and Goliath on that, so in today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about Go- David and Goliath, but in a slightly different way, and maybe not in a way that you're used to listening, or used to hearing, uh, because uh, this is a slightly different perspective, a slightly different perspective from the uh, the normal uh underdog story that we that we're accustomed to hearing so uh if you will uh you know listen up tune tune your speaker up if you want to really listen to a different perspective on life and how uh how important it is to be uh prepared for uh getting what you want in life <laughs> yeah i pretty much just uh just gave you the whole episode no i'm kidding <laughs> not at all <laughs> so yeah here we go episode number 52 of the tr expert talks what are we going to call this? <laughs> David and Goliath. Another perspective. Ooh, that sounds nice. <laughs> Let's go. When I'm sleeping with someone new, I just close my eyes and think of you. Yo, what's going on? So we're back. I feel like I'm starting anew again here. You know, I had that last week or so or so of, uh, you know, running form, and that was fun. I had a lot of fun with that. You know, the thing is that, like, they always say that you should talk about what you know, and I really do enjoy talking about what I know. Uh, you know, I do it all day, and uh, it's not – it's nothing – it's not a big deal to me, you know, it's like not really that much thought that goes into those type of podcasts. Uh, but what interests me is like those other things outside of fitness, you know, those things that are outside of the tactics of exercise, more of the mindset, you know, because for me, uh, you know, for me, I, I, as a personal trainer, I notice that like, you know, you can give everybody all these different tactics and it's great. You know, it's like people love to see different ways to work out, but most people, they like to watch, listen, or hear about working out, but it doesn't really register when it comes to like making that change. You know, it's like, great. You can have a podcast about exercise and stuff like that. And you know, some people will listen, but the people that are listening are most likely people that are already into fitness some type of way, right? So this podcast is more, for, you know, obviously it's for people too that work out and they're, you know, already physically fit, but it's, it's more for people that are maybe on the fence or people that just have like tried it before and just haven't really had success with it, with it because of something or another. And so this is like more for people to get a mindset and get their mind wrapped around like the fact that 
fitness is not just about you looking good and maybe feeling a little good. You know, obviously that's important, you know, because you know, it's a mo- great motivator, right? It's great to you know, work out for a couple weeks and you notice that like you're starting to get a couple lines and stuff, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's nice to feel like you got a little bit more energy and that you can do more. That's great. But like, listen, like there's going to be days where you're not going to feel like doing it, right? And there's going to be days where it just seems like it's just going to be too much to overcome. And I had a client like that actually today, believe it or not. Uh, you know, he's, he's pretty hardcore. He works out. He's, he's in the military. Let's put it that way. He's, he's actually in the military. And he comes to me to train. You know, he actually, he works out and uh, he works down in uh, uh, Washington, D.C. And he comes up every week to uh, train with me once or sometimes even twice a week. Yeah, he does. He says it's like my checkup. You know, he comes in, he checks in to make sure that he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. So it's, it's good. But like today, you know, and it's it's kind of sad because like yeah, he's got one day with me, and it's not a ton of time, you know. But he's got one day with me, and sometimes every once in a while he just does not have it. So it's like even when you don't have it, sometimes you just gotta bring it. And uh, today I wanted to kind of think outside the box a little bit. Go out again, gonna go outside of the fitness realm, go into the mindset realm because it's important to be able to bring it. And know why you're bringing it, you know, and like have be motivated outside of just uh, looking and feeling good. So uh, today we're going to be talking about a story that, you know, maybe you've probably heard before, but I'm going to offer you a little bit of a different perspective on it. Because, you know, you we, we, we hear about a lot of these different stories, these fables, Aesop's fables. Uh, what do they got? Those other, there's other fables. I can't remember off the top of my head. But there's fables and then there's stories. What's his name? Uh, Grim you know, the Grimm's tales or whatnot. And there's a, there's a lot of stories and tales. There's a Bible, and that's what I want to talk about today. There's actually a story from the Bible and actually from uh, pretty much every every book. I think it's the Talmud. Uh, it's in the Bible. It's in the Quran. Uh, it's the story of David and Goliath. So, we're, we're off of this one perspective, but uh, there's like a little known perspective that it's actually uh, more, uh, it, it's less, let's see. So the David and Goliath story, let's let's just kind of go through this real quick so we don't get anything confused. So the David and Goliath story, if you're not familiar with it, essentially it's this. Goliath is is this giant that's pretty much like uh, conquering. He's going around. He's conquering all the cities around, like, all the areas around Jerusalem. I think it's Jerusalem. Anyways, the Jewish people are being ransacked by the Philistines. All right? And the Philistines... Uh, one of them being Goliath, this gigantic guy uh, in the in the Bible, like or in certain stories, uh, depending on where you look, he's anywhere between six foot nine and nine foot six. So I, I think they kind of don't know where the numbers are, sh- if they should be reversed or not. But that's essentially what the what the the range is. That's a pretty big range, right? Six foot nine. That's a pretty tall guy. Nine foot six. Nobody's ever existed in a recent human history uh, that was nine foot six. So yeah, yeah, it can be a little different. But either way, uh, we know that from the story that we've been told that Goliath was a lot taller than David. Okay, so. We don't know much about David uh, from the story. We know he's just some guy or more or less. I mean, depends on how in-depth you know the story. Like if you really do, like if you read it from the Bible and if you are familiar with the Talmud and all those other things, he obviously gives you the details. But for the most part, for your average lay, lay person, we know that Goliath was a giant. David was the the, uh, the young guy and he slain, his slain, is that the right word? I think it's slain uh, Goliath with a slingshot and five smooth rocks, right? So that's the story, more or less. 
here are some details that a lot of people bring uh, bring out. Because essentially, what the story is before I go into uh, go on, uh, the, essentially, what the story, what the moral of the story that we're supposed to know is that uh, the underdog sometimes wins. So you should always believe in yourself, right? Because you never know what could happen. That's true. Don't get me wrong. That is true. But there's some details that are left out the story for for uh, the general public. You know. Uh, that make it, that kind of alter the story a little bit. So let me give you the real deal on David Goliath, okay? And I'm not going to give you the whole story because it's, it's kind of a longer story. But uh, the real deal. So Goliath, yes, he was one of the Philistines. But what we do know, and uh, this is a little known information. I don't even think it's really told, talked about in the Bible. It's like some Bible scholars and some other historical scholars have kind of deduced this from uh, the knowledge that was given to us outside of uh, the, these ho- holy books. So what we do know about Goliath is that he was, he might have suffered from a specific condition that ruined his eye, that changed his eyesight. So he couldn't really see that well he was tall what he gave up in um or what he had or what he yeah what he had as a strength and being like tall and strong he locked lacked in 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 perspective he couldn't see that well okay so he couldn't really see although he couldn't see that well people were still afraid of him because he was big and he was just crushing people right and people were going in there with brute force and they were all in these armors and they all were trying to kill goliath and they were all getting killed so uh, one day, uh, this guy named Saul, who was the king, uh, had this, I think it was his son. I, I, I can't remember the story exactly, but I think it was his son. I think David was his son, but it's, it's really not that important. Saul kind of, he does play, his, if you really want to get into it, he does kind of play a role because it's uh, like the moral, again, the moral of the story was, uh, uh, well, actually the moral, there's a couple moral of the story, you know, with all these historical and biblical and, you know, Quran and, Whatever, you know, these are holy texts. There's always like multiple meanings to the story, right? Uh, but essentially what we get, again, is like the underdog sometimes wins and you should always go out there and try your hardest, right? Uh, but um, David, he was not just a normal guy. You know, people make him out to be just this, this boy king or whatnot, but he was more than that. David was a shepherd. And I don't know if you know about shepherds back in the day, but shepherds are not like shepherds now. Shepherds, like you imagine on TV, they're hanging out with the sheep and they got the sheep in these little, in these fences and like they don't have to worry about anything because they've got like all these monitors and stuff to make sure that the sheep are safe. But think about the, you know, think about 2000 years ago, you didn't have any motors. I mean, they were obviously they, you know, they built stuff and they were, you know, pretty, they're pretty advanced. But they weren't advanced to the fact, to the sense where they could like have tracking on the wolves. So, like you know, you have wolves that eat sheep. You have lions. You have all these animals out there that feed that can eat sheep. You know, sheep are not just these. They're not on the top of the food chain by any means. So this guy David, he's not just some normal dude. He's fighting off lions and wolves and all kinds of other animals with more or less a staff. You know, not a stick, but a staff. So maybe like a a six foot, maybe seven foot staff that he uses to kind of beat these wolves away you know so he's not just like some normal he's not just some shepherd that you think about on tv that he you know that he's just like some some average dude you know he's he's a fighter you know so they they try to make him out to be like some normal guy but he's a fighter so listen this is where that that whole that whole part about uh goliath beating the crap out of everybody is important so Goliath goes in there and he beats the crap out of everybody and he 
is really putting a pounding on him. And he's saying, look, how come nobody can bring anybody out that can defeat me? And so David's like, yo, I got this. I'm going to get him. I'm sure he didn't say it like that, but you get what I'm saying. And so he comes up and he's like, I'm going to get him. And Goliath's like, this guy, <laughs> I'm going to crush him. So David's like, all right, I got you, player. You know, you don't know that I've been, you know, fighting wolves with a stick. So I guess they, I don't know the timeline on this, but eventually they, they, they face off and the people, uh, David's people say, hey, like, take this gear. And David's like, nah, bruh. I got this. And that's really important because, look, the thing is that if it was a story about the, uh, the underdog always winning, right? If it was a story about the underdog always winning, then he would have taken the armor and he would have defeated, defeated Goliath in a way that in – a, in a valiant way, right? He would have defeated Goliath with the armor. Maybe the armor would have been blessed or whatever. But that's not what happened. That's important. Why is that important? Because listen, David prepared himself every day. Maybe it wasn't knowingly, but he prepared himself every day by, incre- by increasing his courage. He didn't reduce the fear. He increased his courage by fighting off these wolves, by fighting off these lions with just a staff, right? And when they offered him this armor, the armor that everybody else used, to defeat, to try to defeat Goliath, he said, no, nah, bro, I got this slingshot and five smooth rocks. Now, why is that important? Uh, well, the, five, the, the amount of rocks is not important. But what is important is that this is more or less what he used to fend off the wolves, the lions, and the other animals that were eating his sheep. Again, this reemphasizes the fact that he was preparing every day for Goliath. Whether he knew it or not, he was preparing for this challenge that would eventually come to his doorstep. So the moral of the story is not that the underdog sometimes wins. Because, yeah, I guess everybody gets lucky sometimes and you should always play the game. But more importantly is the person that is more prepared always wins. And not only was he prepared, but he found out that Goliath was this like kind of tall, bumbling figure, right? So he knew exactly where to hit Goliath. Everybody else tried to cut Goliath down so they can get to Goliath's eyes. But what he decided to do is first go after his eyes because, you know, that's in, in the, some of the stories they say Goliath was a was a um, was a cyclops um, and the story is actually derived from like the ancient Greek myths. And I think it was like Nestor or something like that. I think it was King Nestor. Um, but yeah, there was like a, there's a very, a lot of actually stories from the Bible are very, are, are parallel to stories that you might find in ancient Greek history. So I think that's, that's just something worth noting. Uh, but yeah, he, he, Goliath apparently According to the story, he was from a, a place where people didn't have great eyesight. And a lot of people knew that. And they were trying to get, they were trying to run around the Goliath and stuff like that. But Goliath was just so strong and so fast, they would just, you'd crush him. He couldn't see very well, but he could see, he could see enough, right? Obviously enough to where he was crushing people, but not, and maybe not enough to where he would see Goliath or David with that slingshot. So essentially with that slingshot, like what Goliath, or excuse me, I keep saying Goliath instead of David. But what David did 
he obviously knew. I mean, he had an, he had the experience in fighting off lions from a far distance because you know he probably he had a staff, and I'm sure he used that slingshot too. Because who wants to be seven feet away from a lion or a wolf with just a staff? You know, you're gonna be pretty damn good at firing off some rocks. You know what I'm saying? Just think about that. Like you don't have much, and you're probably not bringing a bunch of weapons out into the field for your for your sheep. You know, it's heavy. And it's just, it's, it's, it's impractical. So you use what's around you and you, you adapt yourself to learning how to use those tools around you. So again, the moral of the story is not necessarily that you need to be the biggest and the best. Obviously, it's not about you being the underdog that just keeps on fighting. Although these are very important things, you know, it's important to keep fighting and it's important to try to be, you know, try to do what you can to be the biggest and the best eventually. But the most important thing above all those things is to be prepared and prepare yourself on a consistent basis for every challenge that may come across your doorstep because you never know what could happen and you need to be strong because life is not easy. It's not easy. We wish it was. And sometimes it is easy. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's easy to sit on the couch. It is easy to sit on the couch. Sometimes it's easy to chill. Sometimes it's easy to just make some money and go on vacation. It's easy, but if you really want to live the good life, if you want to live a happy life, if you want to live a life that will make you king or queen, depending on who's listening to this, but in the, in the, in the uh, case of Dave, for David, he became king. He became king very shortly after that, that, that fight with Goliath because they realized that David was the one, not because he was just some smarter guy he was a little cunning because he knew about goliath and he knew that he could hit him from far away and he wouldn't see him uh, whereas everybody else tried to like attack him up close and that's how they got crushed Uh, but he also was you know brave enough you know like you can always get lucky sometimes but he was brave enough to go out there prepared okay because he had the courage he was already prepared because he was fighting off lions and he won because he was prepared. You know, he, was, he had the courage from preparation and he won because of preparation. So that's the key to life. That's the key to like anything. And that's why we work out. That's why fitness is important. It's not just because you look good, but it's because that it prepares you for every single aspect of life. That's why athletes train. That's why firefighters like myself we do drill like we go out there we go over different scenarios and uh before we even actually hit fires we do a lot of training on uh, different scenarios with 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 with, fighting fires you know like what could happen if the line gets kinked what happens if the 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 fire is way on the other side of the building and we you know we started off uh, one one at uh, one place, and we need to go on the other side. You know, like and with athletes, you, know, you got to figure out different defenses. If you're uh, if you're playing football or or soccer, you know, like you got to figure out uh, what specific athletes or your specific opponent uh, has this in terms of strengths and weaknesses. If it's something like boxing or judo, so it's always good to be prepared. Uh, but you always have to be. Uh, it's always good to be prepared, like strategy wise. But you have to be just be prepared in general, uh, courage-wise, you know? You have to be get prepared by, you know, doing the things that, are, even if it's like small things, it's building up that tolerance so that you can not make excuses when it's time to perform. If you think you're ready to, like, go to the next level or not, 
what you have to be wor- concerned with is are you putting in the work consistently to get to where you want to be? And that's really where you have to draw the line because there's a lot of people that want to be in a certain place and want to be in a certain area. But those are like those other soldiers that dressed up in this nice armor and they, they just didn't really have a strategy. They just try to overpower it. And uh, they all got promptly crushed because they were strong, but they didn't have the strategy. You know, and uh, they, they might have had all the, all the tools, but if you, you know, it doesn't matter what tools you have. It doesn't matter if you have a million dollars. You're not going to keep that million dollars. It's like those <laughs> soldiers didn't keep that armor very long. If you don't know what the heck you're doing or if you have no uh, intestinal fortitude, uh, meaning, you know, the guts to uh, make the right decision at the right time. So preparation is key. Now, whether it's like, you know, you want to actually live a healthier life, there's going to be times where you're going to have temptations where living a healthy life is just, it's going to be, it's going to be tougher. You know, you might find yourself in positions where it's just going to be tougher. You're going to have people around you, they're going to be eating like unhealthy food and they're going to offer you something. You know, you have my people around you that are drinking and, you know, maybe you don't feel like drinking or, you know, like maybe you have people around you that are spending money, spending money frivolously and encouraging you to uh, spend your money, spend your money the same way uh, because you know they look down on you because you're not dressed or looking or acting like they are. You know, there's going to be a lot of temptations to do things not and not so and not such an efficient way or not in, in a way that doesn't benefit you in the long run. There's going to be a lot of those things. And even inside your own head, there's going to be t- a lot of times where, you know, you won't even have to worry about outside influences. You're going to have inside your own head saying, hey, you know, I've done enough for, uh, for today. Uh, I think I can slack off. And, you know, you just got to find that balance because there are times when it's okay to rest. You know, you can't, uh, you can't be fighting all the time, right? You know, there's times where you have to rest. But you do have to prepare yourself for when that day, day comes that you do have to give it your all. You never know when you have to give it your all, but you should at least give it your best. All right, so that does it for my day. I really do appreciate you listening. Uh, whenever you're listening, I really do hope you're having a good one. I would really appreciate if you would share this podcast, this episode, particularly if you have anybody that's like, you know thinking outside the box, thinking about somebody uh, that may be uh, just kind of struggling through it right now in terms of uh, keeping their consistency up. You know, like remember, it doesn't have to be like super crazy, right? You don't have to always be uh, ready for a wolf to come at you, but you always should be prepared just in case. You know, so like you don't have to be running 10 miles a day. You don't even have to run three miles a day. Just as long as you keep yourself active in certain ways, you know, like, you know, get 10,000 steps. Maybe it's not three miles worth of walking or whatnot. I think actually 10,000 steps is pretty close to three miles. But you don't have to go run three, three miles. You know, you can walk three miles over a full day's t- uh, after a full day. You know, if you walk three miles after a full day, that, you know, that's probably more than 10,000 steps or at least a little bit. But, you know, you could break it up and it's not really that bad of a deal, you know. Like, so it, you can get it any, any way. Just get your practice in. That's all I'm saying is just make sure that you're doing something that will challenge you in, in, a, in, in, in the way that you know will make you better for the thing that you want to be better at, <laughs> for the thing you want to be prepared for, right? If you want to be a millionaire, don't be spending your money on, you know, be, be conscious about what you're spending your money on, you know? <laughs> you don't be spending your money on stupid stuff if you want to have money in the future, you know what I'm saying? If you want to have fun when you're, when you're a little older and you don't want to be working, you know, till you're like 50, 60 years old, you know, I guess that's the norm now, but if you, if you don't want to be working, you could, you know, you still 
you, you know, you can, you can work if you want to yeah, with your 60, but if you don't want to be working, it'd be nice to have the flexibility to not have to be working because you've made the right decisions along the way, right? So it's like, look, it's just really, maybe you don't know what's going to be coming up, but you have an idea of what you want in your life. So uh, just be prepared, be prepared for it, you know, be prepared to get what you want, not necessarily be prepared for the obstacles that are going to be in your way, but just be prepared to get what you want. And, uh, you know, David at the time wanted to prepare, keep his sheep uh, from getting slaughtered and he helped uh, instead helped his uh, city from getting destroyed and it's kind of the same thing you know kind of protect the protect your people protect your sheep from the uh, invaders all right yep that does it <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this one this, this is an interesting uh interesting interesting dive into the uh into some of the stories that we know best all right so uh yeah check you later player and as always Keep good company.